And once again, welcome to LA in the AM with Jay Oliver. I am Tom Shalero sitting in for Jay Oliver. Now, folks, we've been talking about this about an hour ago. I had mentioned that uh, we have a Roger Stone. Roger, I tell you, he has been a main part of the uh, political landscape, the history of this country, going back to Richard Nixon. Uh, somewhat controversial because the far left has made him that way. Very sad stories on some of the things that have happened to him, but he's still out there punching. He's still out there. He's a best selling author. He has a great following. He has a great following here on Long Island. And uh, once again, he's been on my show numerous times. Now we're getting him on in the morning. We woke him up early. Roger Stone, how are you, my friend? Tom, great to be with you. Always a pleasure to have you on. I don't even know where to begin. Happy news. You're restored to social media. You can now communicate once again to the folks out there that want to know how you're doing. How has that been actually to get back on uh, the social media? It's actually, I must admit, uh, it's life-changing. I mean, uh, it's bad enough that I was targeted, you know, in the Mueller witch hunt. My crime, 43-year friend of Donald J. Trump. They fabricated charges against me. Get this, Tom. I lied under oath to Congress about Russian collusion, which we now know never even happened. How do you lie about something that didn't happen? Uh, It was a setup to pressure me to testify falsely against Donald Trump. And I refused to lie. I refused to do that. But concurrently with that, they ban you on all media and the judge in my case unconstitutionally imposes a gag order on me. So CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times, they can keep saying you're a Russian spy, you're a traitor, but you're not allowed to defend yourself is the most outrageous, un-American thing you can imagine. And uh, so now, being back on Twitter and having, you know, almost 400,000 followers, hopefully after this show we'll hit 400,000, it really feels good to punch back at these liberal jackals. You know, again, I, I'm punching, I'm, I'm using your word, I'm punching off the news, the good news, and, and certainly you being restored to social media was important, because a lot of people did want to hear what you had to say in the communication levels and so on, and you're right, there was a targeted effort by the DOJ to go after those people allied with uh, with the former president, yet you have been a patriot, you have been a loyal American, uh, you go back to numerous presidents, you've given great advice uh, to many of our presidents over the last 30 years, So, and I think that that has to be said other good news a district of columbia judge dismissed all civil charges against you am i right on score with that yeah it was really uh very very surprising as you know i i gave a speech in washington dc on january 5th on january 6th i never left my hotel grounds i wasn't at the capitol i wasn't at the ellipse i didn't march to the capitol i know nothing whatsoever about what transpired at the capitol any claim that I knew in advance about or participated in or condoned any illegal activity is just a vile lie. But what they do is they use guilt by association. Oh, Roger Stone met a guy who was in the Proud Boys and therefore, therefore nothing. Uh, I was sued along with President Trump by eight Capitol Hill police officers propped up by some phony George Soros-funded legal front, uh, and it cost me $49,000 in legal fees, but 
to my grateful surprise last Friday, a federal judge in D.C. dismissed all charges against me because all I did was exercise my free speech rights to question the validity of the election. I'm sorry, Tom. In Philadelphia, when more people vote in a given precinct than are registered to vote, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with that. These are issues that, that have been explored. And I, I noticed that you do accentuate a D.C. judge, because usually they don't go uh, for what many of us consider the right way to go. I mean, let's look at this and say this is a bunch of nonsense, uh, hearsay evidence, freedom of speech evidence, and so on. It doesn't matter. They tend to indict. In many cases, they tend to convict. So uh, I, I like the fact that you're underscoring the fact that it was a D.C. judge. Um, do you think it's because you're now more on the right side uh, in terms of convincing people well, you, you've always been on the right side but uh, able to convince people uh, that that's that's the situation that you're in right now uh, 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 look the the, the, the judge uh, in the case where I was falsely charged uh, with lying to Congress withheld exculpatory information from us attacked me repeatedly from the bench seems to believe you can't criticize a federal judge which is not the way our system works uh, when she learned about the corruption of the forewoman in the jury, who said during jury collection she had never heard of me, didn't know who I was, but then we found out had been attacking me by name on Facebook and Twitter for a year before the case, attacking me regarding the very case in which she was selected as the jury forewoman, and the judge in my case ruled that that was not evidence of bias, I think it tells you uh, that I had a corrupted and biased judge. In this more recent civil case, I guess I was just lucky. Uh, I turned out to get the one honest judge in D.C. Judge uh, Amit Mehta uh, gave a very nuanced but honest ruling. Uh, and uh, now, of course, I have to clean up the pieces. If I told you that a month does not go by in which the combined total of my legal expenses uh, and the expenses for my wife's uninsured medical expenses because she's recovering, thank you Jesus, from stage four cancer are not more than I make every single month. Um, you know, I wouldn't be telling you the truth. It is a struggle, uh, but I once had 17 civil lawsuits filed against me, all phony, all baseless, all groundless, all unsubstantiated, but very sensationalized. This is what they call lawfare. Uh, people bitter about the fact that President Trump saw through the fact that they framed me for crimes that didn't exist in an effort to get him. He pardoned me. It has now been four years. I had 17 lawsuits filed against me by nut jobs, crackpots, liberals, Democrats. Oh, wait a minute. I'm being redundant. Uh, and uh, it's been extraordinarily expensive. People who want to help me can go to stonefamilyfund.com, stonefamilyfund.com. I I'm embarrassed to ask for the help five years later, but they just don't stop, Tom. I I'm, yes, I'm a Reagan Republican. Yes, I'm a Trump Republican. Yes, I worked for Richard Nixon. Yes, I love my country. Uh, and I won't stop fighting for it. They, I guess they would just like me to lay down, but I'm not going to lay down. And I refuse to be destroyed uh, by a corrupted FBI and a corrupted 
Department of Justice. And I think many, many Americans remember 29 FBI agents storming my home at 6 o'clock in the morning uh, to arrest me for the nonviolent first-time crime of allegedly lying to Congress when all they had to do was call my lawyer and I would have been happy to turn myself in, saving the taxpayers $1.1 million, but depriving CNN, who was 25 feet from the front door of my house, and asked us to believe that they were just there on a journalistic hunch. They were tipped. I can prove they were tipped. It's a felony to have a, a, a sealed indictment in advance of it being uh, executed. But, of course, nobody at CNN will be prosecuted. I had said earlier in the show that you were coming on and, and to stay to stay with us to the folks out there is because I think a lot of people don't realize the personal hardship that you're talking about. You know, they read these headlines. Oh, Roger Stone, this Roger Stone, that not realizing that you have to defend yourself. There's no fund out there saying that we're going to give you money so you can hire a lawyer. Lawyers are very, very expensive. All of us know that who's ever hired a lawyer for any any reason. And you being put on the national stage. I mean, you're into a lot of money for legal fees for political purposes. You are a good Good guy, you are not somebody that needs twenty nine FBI agents. And by the way, the four year anniversary of that was just this week. I understand, and uh, upon reading of that, I because I remember very closely waking up in the morning and watching this uh, on the news, and it was on CNN. And then saying to myself, what the heck is this all about? Why? I mean, we all know who you are. We know what you've done in this country. You're a best-selling author. Uh, you're a patriot. Uh, I, I called you a very colorful personality because when you say something, people listen by the way in which you articulate and uh, and the charisma that you do have. So it's really quite interesting. And I'm saying, what, what are they doing to this guy? Why is there 29 armed FBI agents there? Now, I'm very close with the FBI. So I called my friends in the FBI and going, what the heck is going on? Why would why could and I said the same thing you just said, Roger. I said why couldn't they just call them up? They said they could have and they should have. And this is what agents that I knew. Now, of course, they wanted to remain nameless because, of course, they're they're worried about the hierarchy. But uh, that was if that was not as transparent as could be as a political setup to you uh, and uh, and a hardship and almost uh, not only just the drama but the. Uh, uh, the the negative effect that has on your psyche, your wife, and and your family that was there. So I, I just wanted well, to bring I think, that up. I think it was it, yeah. it was yeah. meant it was meant to it was meant to pressure me. Uh, it was it was meant to to uh, try to induce me to give false testimony. See, they all forgot one thing. They understand that Stone is a name plucked out of the air by a clerk at Ellis Island and that I'm 100% Sicilian. They don't understand that. So, no, I'm sorry. That did not intimidate me. All that did was make me more determined. Now, I lost my home. I lost my car. I lost my savings. I lost my inability. I, I lost my ability to make a living because I was gagged, uh, not allowed to travel, uh, not allowed to, to appear on a radio show like this one or defend myself. The entire experience, I think, triggered the PTSD in my wife, which caused her cancer. Thank the Lord, she is now 19 months cancer-free. Uh, it's been a it's been a long haul, but I was arrested at 6:06. At 6:11, a reporter from CNN sent a text copy of my criminal indictment which was still sealed and not unsealed until 10.30 that morning. How did they get that? How could CNN have that? Possession of that is a felony. But, of course, that person will not be 
prosecuted. Now, when you look at the metadata tags from that document, has the initials of the prosecutor who leaked it, Andrew Weissman. Now, I'm hopeful that the new Congress will be sending a Mr. Weissman a subpoena. Because he also wiped the memory of 35 cell phones of the Mueller prosecutors when they had were subpoenaed by special counsel John Durham. That's a felony. So we shall see whether we have a two-tier justice system uh, in which Roger Stone and his family get harassed simply because I'm a friend and loyal uh, uh, supporter of Donald Trump, or whether FBI or DOJ officials can just go around violating the law uh, with impunity. It's going to be very interesting to see. It certainly will be when, you know, the way in which you describe it, I think to give more people an opportunity to sit, to sit back on this and to realize that we have that two-tier system. To me, it's a one-tier system. They're just going after the right and that's it, or the conservative right or the moderates or so on, or anybody that doesn't agree with them. Uh, particularly, again, I go back four years, and that's what started me in thinking that, wait a minute, there's something wrong here, uh, particularly when you look at your background and your resume and so on. Did you ever think, because you, you, you have the benefit of experience, and you can go back you can look at different decades in this country politically, even on the national level, on the chief executive level, and so on. Did you ever think it would get this bad that uh, the, uh, the the powers to be would use the Department of Justice against really innocent people like yourself? I have to say it as, as, as bluntly as that. But it's more than just innocence. Again, I want to repeat myself. You've lost a whole lot over this personal uh, wealth and, again, the, the health of your wife. And we all pray and, and, and thank God that, that, that she is doing fine and so on. But did you ever think it was going to be this bad? Uh, politics was never like this, in all honesty. Sure, we wanted to beat the Democrats. Democrats wanted to beat us. Sometimes they won, and we would say, okay, we'll get you next time. Other times we would win, and they would say, all right, well, we'll win next time. But now uh, they tried to destroy you. Uh, shortly after I was pardoned, the Department of Justice brought a civil action against my wife and I regarding our 2006 taxes. They implied, but they didn't say, they implied that we had hidden income or underreported assets, but there was no evidence of that because it wasn't true. My wife is a meticulous bookkeeper, uh, and I have a very good tax accountant who's very conservative. They, the government was ultimately forced to settle that case. There was a small amount of money left that I had paid down. I hadn't missed a tax payment in six years, I had paid them $19,000 for six years without missing a payment until they bankrupted me. Then they sue you because you can't pay when they caused your bankruptcy through, uh, through a completely bogus prosecution. No, it's, it's a broken system. Uh, ultimately, the government was forced to withdraw all of those claims. Uh, yeah, I owed, my, I owed money on my taxes. I wonder how many people on your listening audience owe the IRS money. You think it's a few? What do you think? Oh, I, I do. I do think. I, I think there uh, there are people that um, make a mistake. I mean, I was the victim of that, too, but not to the same extent that you were, uh, where they do these well, audits every I, once I mean, in a while. I, I made, no, I made, no, I made no, no mistake. I made no mistake. I owed the money. Yeah. I reached yeah. an agreement, and I, and I met my obligations under that agreement. Hmm. 
Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, you do hear a lot of stories about that. But to the extent where you have been and a lot of it was not a lot of it, I would say the majority of it was political. Again, I go back four years uh, to that FBI. I mean, that FBI raid in terms of that and, and what I heard from seasoned FBI agents at the time telling me that uh, they were just as surprised probably as you were. Uh, that the order gave out that 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 had to take place. You know, uh, when you were speaking, I do remember those days when if the Democrats won, Republicans say, we'll get you next year and vice versa. And everybody would shake hands and sometimes they'd actually go out to lunch. It's not like that anymore, as you so articulated. I saw Schiff and Swalwell on a uh, a Sunday talk talk show and uh, these guys are acting like the worst thing in the world has happened to them and that they're being the victims themselves now as the Republicans start to take over the House and they want to take over their committees and so on. So, yes, we're in that 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 limelight right now. We're in that time zone in this country right now where uh, this is this is hardcore politics or this is this is now a contact sport uh, more so than it's ever been before. So now you're seeing it happening on both sides. And uh, again, I think what what's happened to you. Um, there should be investigations into Hunter Biden and to some of these other things. Uh, totally ignored. Absolutely totally ignored. And and the revelations by Facebook and, and Twitter and so on on how they conduct themselves in regard to you. All of that uh, is, is something that the American people have to raise their eyebrows. And I hope it is those American people that are uh, Democrats or moderates and so on to see what, what happened to people that, that are on the right. Uh, Roger? Uh, it's it's very hard to understand. The IRS is harassing me about a de minimis amount of money regarding my 2006 taxes. Hunter Biden has taken in tens of millions of dollars. When is he being prosecuted? Uh, they they raid Marlago, the president's estate in Florida, because they claim that he has classified documents. When is the raid in Joe Biden's house in in Wilmington? When is the raid at his beach house in Rehoboth? When is the raid in his brother's house? When is the raid in his son's house? These people are criminals. They took tens of millions of dollars from Romania, from Russia, from China, uh, from Ukraine. They're criminals. When are they being indicted? Adam Schiff broke the law and the House rules in my case. Adam Schiff belongs in prison. If we ever get a Republican attorney general again, there is no sunset on treason. He needs to be charged with treason. Uh, Now he's complaining that he's not allowed on the Intelligence Committee. He lied and leaked intelligence uh, information repeatedly. The man is is a shifty uh, criminal. He may be the worst huckster, con man, and liar who ever appeared in Congress. Yet he is... He's crying these crocodile tears. Let me read the exact quote. I have seen more than circumstantial evidence of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. All right, pencil neck, produce it. Where is it? Show it to us. He almost destroyed the Trump presidency, and he has nothing. Nothing. And now he wants to run for the United States Senate, so we'll have to see how, how that, that's going to play itself out. We just have a few minutes left, uh, uh, Roger. Uh, can you give us any insight? What's going to happen? Now, we're looking at the calendar. It's 2023. You know what that means. A year from now are the primaries. New Hampshire, Iowa, it's all going to get started. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? In, uh, let's say the Republican nomination. Certainly Donald's out there now. Uh, number 45 is out there. Uh, he, I think he did a, a stop this week. Um, uh, will there be uh, a lot of challenges? I think that the, I think there'll be a spirited contest uh, for the Republican nomination. Uh, I think Trump is a strong favorite. 
A lot of people like Ron DeSantis, you know, right here in the biggest county where I live in Florida, they just adopted the new public school curriculum, and it includes critical race theory, which is teaching children that everything wrong with America is because of white people. Now, wait a minute. Didn't Governor DeSantis say before the election that that would not be allowed? What happened? Oh, the election's over. Never mind that. Right now, I can tell you, my daughter is a nurse at the local county hospital, emergency room nurse. She's unvaccinated, and she refuses to wear a mask. They're trying to fire her. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't Governor DeSantis say he was going to block all that? Wait a minute. That was before the election. I mean, I know a lot of people are excited about Ron DeSantis. Let me be clear. He's not who you think he is. He talks a good game. He's not Donald J. Trump. And it should be a spirit of contest. Most of the polls that I have seen, other than a few states, still shows the former president ahead among a, a Republican pack. And uh, before I let you go, you are a best-selling author. You've, you've uh, put out some great books, uh, made the New York Times bestseller list and so on. Uh, I just uh, really kind of came uh, familiar with The Man Who Killed Kennedy. The inspiration to write that. Fascinating book. Uh, it was very simple. As you know, I worked for Richard Nixon. Uh, I was with him one day in New Jersey. Uh, we were having a couple cocktails. Nixon was not a very retrospective guy. He was kind of, in, uh, you know, he wasn't introspective. You couldn't really get him to talk about the past. But we had a couple cocktails, and I said to him, uh, who really killed Kennedy? And he said, well, the Warren Commission was the worst GD hoax in American history. I said, yeah, but who really killed Kennedy? He looked in his cocktail for a second and looked up to me and he said, let me put it to you this way. Lyndon and I both wanted to be president, but I wasn't willing to kill for it. And that's what inspired me to write The Man Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. If you go to stonezone.com, stonezone.com and go in the shop, you can autograph a copy of that book. Uh, it's a thriller. I mean, I use fingerprint evidence, eyewitness evidence, deep Texas politics to prove that Lyndon Baines Johnson had the motive, means, and opportunity uh, to kill his predecessor. He was looking at a prison term himself for corruption. It was, in many ways, kill or be killed. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, but I think the book will convince you. I make a very compelling case. Yeah, it was my first book. It's a New York Times bestseller. Again, you can go to stonezone.com, go in the shop, and get a signed copy of that right now. Com. I want to put that out there. People want to learn more about you. Uh, any other Facebook pages or, or uh, websites they can? Well, Tom, uh, I'm doing uh, a daily. Sh I'm doing a daily show at five o'clock Eastern every day. Okay. Stonezone live. Stonezone live, uh, which you can find online. Uh, we talk about news, politics, history, food, culture. Uh, I think folks would like it. Stonezone live every day at five o'clock Eastern. Always great to have you on. I'll tell you, I know I hang on every word because of the wealth of knowledge you have with the history of this country. Uh, I'm an historian myself, but you lived and breathed it, particularly what you just said, sitting down with drinks with Richard Nixon. It's pretty damn cool, Roger Stone, I have to tell you, and just picking his brain apart. Uh, amazing uh, to be part of that. Roger, uh, the best of you, uh, the best to you and your family, and, and I hope there are better times to come. There's been good news with the, uh, the civil Suits being dropped, being restored to social media. Uh, let's hope there's a brighter future. Thank you so much, Roger Stone. Appreciate it. Folks can find me at Twitter, Roger J. Stone Jr. Many thanks. Thank you so much.